0: Church, we want to touch on a topic that actually we need to understand so that we'll not in any way be doing things that are not convenient or be doing in such a way that God will not be satisfied with us. We must remember what we must remember when we observe the Lord's Supper. Let us pray. Father, we pray that you speak to us in such a manner that, Lord God Almighty, our souls will turn unto you. Our lives will be lived for you. And everything in us, Lord our Father and our God, will appreciate you. And we may serve you better. Speak to us now, Lord. Speak to us again and again. In accent, loud and clear. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Maybe you will agree with me, maybe not, that the most problematic church that we have recorded in the Bible happens to be the Corinthian church, the church at Corinth. But from their mistakes, we can learn so many things. And I believe that by the grace of the Almighty God, some of us who might have fallen into the mistakes that um, the church at Corinth made will correct our ways concerning this that is set before us. The Lord's Supper the Lord's Supper should be an act of worship. An act of worship in which we engage ourselves for a special occasion whereby we need to remember to remember something that the church of God must never forget. A lot of people gather themselves together and they call it church. Church but Christ is not actually in it. In everything we do by his grace will not in any way lose sight of the fact that he's always there. The Lord's Supper is also known as communion as we have it in 1 Corinthians 10:16 and it's also called breaking of bread as we have in Acts chapter 2 verse 42 and some actually call it Eucharist Eucharist it is taken from a Greek word Eucharist uh, which actually means giving of thanks giving of thanks so when you hear the Eucharist don't think about something that is actually you know a totally foreign or heavenly language that um, we may not know the meaning of giving of thanks and that is exactly what jesus christ did in the book of matthew chapter 26 verses 26 and 27. one can look at this particular occasion as a simple act of just coming together, of Christians coming together to partake in the breaking of bread and also drinking of the fruit of the vine. But more than that, an important act is shown to us in order for us to understand fully what the Lord himself has done for us. And as we go through this I pray that your, partaking, your, your participation in the Lord's Supper will not actually be uh, a meaningless, meaningless ordinance or something that actually would displease God or something that would bring uh, a lot of sickness and um, unhealthy situation to our physical body or our spiritual body. In the book of Acts, um, of, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, we see that this is explained further when you read verses 27 down. The importance of this ordinance is what we want to go through today. So that we will not think that the church is actually having a ritual uh, performed at the end of every month and uh, nothing is actually shown us by it. Whenever we gather together as a church in order to observe the Lord's Supper, let me actually say this. Three things have been shown, and those things must be adhered to. One, it is a memorial. It is a memorial. We are rem- remembering the act of jesus christ on the cross of calvary on your behalf on my behalf not for his own sake but for our sake we must remember what christ has done and we must never forget the breaking of bread is actually the giving of his body to us and the drinking of the cup the fruit of the vine is the giving the shedding of his blood for us this we must commemorate the death of christ any time we gather we must remember that we are who we are by the death of christ jesus the new covenant promised by god has actually been fulfilled and the shedding of the blood is for the remission of our sins. You remember very well that um, when the Passover was done or was commemorated, it was for the Jews never to forget what the Lord did for them in the land of Egypt. The angel of death came at that night, but on every doorpost where the blood of the lambs had been splashed, the angel of death will pass by and nothing will happen to that family. And the Lord God Almighty said, you must remember this and let your children know what I have done for you. We as Christians, we have the wonderful privilege to actually know that the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed us From our sins we are no longer hell bound we have been translated by the washing of the blood of christ shed on the cross and we want the world to know that truly the bondage of sin and bondage of hell has passed us by what a wonderful wonderful savior we have secondly the lost supper is a proclamation it is a proclamation because we know that indeed in eating the bread and drinking the cup we proclaim our faith in the efficacy of the blood of Jesus Christ for the world for time for all the time anyone that will come to Jesus Christ will find the blood of Jesus Christ potent for them to save them and wash them from sin because we have experienced it we come together to celebrate it we testify that jesus christ died for sin and therefore we want to proclaim this belief to the world for them to know that they need to come to the saving knowledge of jesus christ our proclamation is both backward and forward. Backward in the sense that what Christ did 2,000 years ago is still very much potent. To satisfy God concerning the sins that we have committed and for us to actually become children of God. And it is forward in the sense that the Lord God Almighty is coming in order to receive us unto Himself, so that where He is, we will be also. We do show forth the fact that the kingdom of God is for His people. Then the third thing that we need to know about this is that the Lord's Supper is a communion, a communion. It is a communion in the sense that we have come. To worship him who is always present. He speaks to us and we can speak to him. It is not in any way a ritual whereby we want to uh, make God to know that we are still very much um, submitted to his blood. No. No. It is a communion in the sense that Christ himself will be made real, alive again in us as we partake in this um, this ordinance. We reinforce our pledge also as we come before this altar, before this table, we reinforce our pledge to Christ that by his grace we will continue to be loyal to him. We will continue to stay in him and be found in him always. That we will not betray that which Christ has actually done for us like Judas Iscariot did and will not deny him even as Simon Peter did. I pray that by the grace of God as we do this truly, it will show forth in our lives how should we observe the lost supper i have seen some cases where some of us we have our little children around and because we don't want them to cry we take the lost supper for them too i've seen occasions when some of us will just push it by and say that no i'm not participating i've seen occasions when also some of us take it as if it is a loose thing that we can just do the way we like. May I submit to you that the Lord's Supper must be observed with reverence. We need to reverence ourselves before him. We need to take it worthily, not in the sense of the fact that, ah, I have not sinned, no, but in the sense that we submit to him For forgiveness, for mercy, for his presence to actually indwell us so that by the grace of God we'll go forth to be his disciples indeed. Something about it is this. Christ died for sin. We were guilty before we came to him. And we have been made guiltless because of him. When we now stand before him in, this pres- in the presence of uh, his table, we are saying, oh, we remember. We remember our unworthiness. We remember our debtedness. We remember that you are the one that paid it all. And therefore, we submit to you totally without holding anything back. It is important for us to know that we hang on mercy we are dependent on grace we are not in any way capable of doing anything that is worthy of god we are not in any way strong enough to save ourselves and because we are before the lord's table we remember the day that the lord himself saved us he paid the price he pays Debt. Then as we see this table, it should call for self examination. It should call for self-examination. Children of God, we must reflect on our spiritual condition. We must reflect on our spiritual condition. Are we living a life that shows that we appreciate what Christ has done? Are we living a life that actually is acceptable to God? Are we living a life that God will actually approve of us as his children? Or are we being rebellious? Have we wandered away from what actually we should know? Are we sinning willfully? Are we doing something contrary to the will of God to the point that we do not even know? But the remembrance of that which Christ has actually done must bring this to focus. We must examine ourselves and submit ourselves to repentance from our sins. The third thing that we need to know or we need, how, to, how to observe the loss of power is that it is a celebration of christians coming together a joyous occasion when actually we come together to say we are the redeemed of christ some people will say that no let them do their lots of uh, in the church i'll do my own in, in, in the in, in my home we eat bread almost every day bread is a common food to almost every nation we can actually have something that we will represent the fruit of the vine. But to take it by ourselves is not the purpose of coming together. You remember very well that in the book of Acts we're told that the church will come together going from house to house, breaking bread and having a wonderful time together. This will make us to actually know that we are one. And by the grace of God, when we have come together, we need to know that anything of sin, anything of backbiting, anything of hate, anything that actually is contrary to the spirit of God must be shed away. Do you have anybody in mind as to not agreeing with somebody and not talking with somebody in good times? This is the time to reconcile that. It calls us To actually know that we are agents of reconciliation. And because we are agents of reconciliation, we must reconcile with those who have wronged us. You cannot give what you don't have. And therefore, as we have come together, let us open our minds and be free of every hindrance whereby the devil. Will laugh at us even as we eat the lost table at the, the lost supper it is important that we do things the way god intends for it fourthly it is something that we should do often something that we actually should do often it is not something that as some churches do once a year thing no It is not something we do on only special occasions. If we do it every week, there's nothing wrong about it. The only thing about it is that we must not make it our idol. Church, when you take that bread, I pray that you will not think actually that you are holding uh, something that you need to worship. You need to worship The one that you are remembering, Jesus. And that is why we do not agree with some people who actually say that uh, the Lord's Supper is actually a transubstantiation of Christ. Transubstantiation is actually a simple thing that is, that bread is the real body, and that wine is the real blood. That everything actually would change as soon as you bless it into the very flesh and very blood. That to me is idolatry. Sorry if you're a Roman Catholic. We do not believe also in uh, consubstantiation. That's the Lutheran Church or the Anglican Church. Sub- Substantiation is actually saying that yes, it is the very bread, it is the very wine, but you can actually see Jesus in it. So you are taking the bread, and Christ also is being eaten by you. I don't believe actually that um, um, I will agree so much with the Methodist Church also that believes that term um, spiritual presence. Uh, I know that Christ is here. I know that Christ is here, but not in the bread. Not in the cup. That is why I will agree as a Baptist that it is actually symbolic. It is symbolic. Symbolic in the sense that as we take that bread, it must actually make us to remember. Do this in remembrance of me. And I pray that as you remember Christ, you remember his suffering. You remember his death. You remember that he did this because he loves you. His love for us must make us to do what actually he will love also. So, church, we have not placed a ritual before you. We have not placed any idol before you. We have placed a symbolic element that actually must remind you of Christ. Christ alone who redeemed us. Christ that must never be forgotten by his church or else the church will only turn to a social club. Ikoyi Baptist Church will continue to remember him and will continue to serve him So this morning, I submit to you that indeed, the presence of Christ is here and he must be glorified. And as we eat together, let us do so worthily. Don't in any way belittle it and don't in any way put your mind away from it and say that no, I'm not going to participate. I pray that you participate fully and I pray that whatever it is, that is not right with you. You make it right. For the Lord God Almighty wants us to be heaven bound always. You can never know when the Lord will call you home. You can never know when he will come back. One day is coming. but That day will be glorious for us as we make ourselves ready for his coming. In Jesus name.